Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Former AFL player for the Adelaide Crows. Before we move on to him, he's going to be brought to us by Tire Power, brands you can trust like Maxxis Tires, Big holiday sale on now. Bonds, I'm pleased to announce our next guest as not a former AFL Adelaide Crows player, but a new current Bays assistant, Richie Douglas. Richie, how are you going? Boys, yeah, very well, thank you. How are you guys? No, we're going well, thanks, mate. So um, plenty of questions to obviously ask you with obviously the new role at the Bays. You are the senior men's assistant coach. And the Glenelg Football Operations and Talent Manager on the women's side. Um, Richie, how did this come about? Yeah, and that's been a bit of a, a work in progress, to be honest, with um, caught up with Paul Sandico from the Bays, who's the GM of their footy in the men's program. Um, you know, for probably a year or two, and just talking about footy and, and his pathways, and I had a bit of a passion for the administrative side of things, and obviously um, coaching and the like. So um, I guess with, with the cap being cut a bit with spending, with COVID the last few years, it was really tough to, to get involved, you know, with footy clubs in a full-time basis. But thankfully, um, spending's gone up a little bit, allowing roles like that to move into more full-time, which has um, certainly benefited me. So, yeah, seen an opening there at Glenelg and um, really looking forward to it. As you mentioned, it's, you know, part, two-part really role with the women's and overseeing what they do, um, you know, imparting some knowledge on them and also helping out with the men's program and, uh, looking to yeah share some knowledge, um, what I've gained over the years, and, and working the welfare space and recruiting and and all that. So yeah, really excited. Um, been a really good club for you know period of time the other bays and looking to climb back up the ladder. So can't wait to get stuck in. With the men's program, uh, Rich, um, is it uh, midfield that you'll concentrate on? Uh, I haven't really finalised that really. To be honest, okay. the, the coaching structure, how that may look, that probably most natural fit. Um, Forward mid, probably don't know too much about defence, boys. <laughs> Same here. Steer clear of that one. They'll land that one over. But, uh, yeah, we don't know how we structure. We might even do an offensive, defensive coach sort of right. set up and we'll work through that over the summer and, and nut that out. But um, obviously got a lot of experienced players through the midfield as well. We know of um, played some good footy. So would love to be involved in the mid. And even if I'm not officially, I'll still certainly work with those boys and try mentor and, um, you know, challenge them, definitely. Now, Richie, obviously a lot of, People out there would know you as the AFL Crows AFL player and Norwood as well as in recent years, but you actually got drafted in the mini draft from Victoria to Glenelg. So you're back at the Bays. You played 27 games for the Bays. So personally mm. on you, how is the body? And will we see you running around anywhere next year? <laughs> uh, it was quite funny. A few people did text me getting confused with the message thing. I was going back to play at the Bays and, yes. and not in the role that I'm in. So I thought that was quite funny, but um yeah, back in the days, you mentioned the mini draft, you know, where players uh, from interstate come over and local teams would pick them up. I thought that was a fantastic system and really benefited me with, you know, with my footy journey early days. Because I think when you're in the AFL system, you don't know men's, you get a bit institutionalised and you, you only know one thing. And when you're just around those boys all the time, you, you don't get to get out and, and socialise. And being able to go to Glenelg as a young kid, meeting all those guys, and, and to be honest, probably led me astray a couple of times. But, um, 
it was uh, a good fun and a good release from the Crows and um, you know, to be able to get back there, what is it, six, 16 years later, 17 years, um, is nice. So a few ties to the to the club and only just live around the corner too, so that, that makes things a bit easier. It's worked out super well for you. Hey, the other one I wanted to ask you about, I was really curious with this when you're at Norwood and the roles that you've taken on. And so just fill us in, I guess, on the director of football coaching at St. Peter's and the head development coach at the Simon Black Academy here in Adelaide. How were those roles for you? And I guess, have they been stepping stones along the way to get to where you've got to and where you're going to go to? Yeah, good question. Yeah, certainly. I think, you know, when you leave the system, you probably lack a little bit of direction. You think you're probably ready, but you're not, I don't think you're ever kind of ready to move on from, from that environment. So I just really wanted to do a few different things, um, dip my toes in a few different areas and see where my passions lie. So particularly at Saints, you're working with um, you know, young kids and, and they're really passionate about their footy. So that sort of brings that back, that passion back for you. Um, obviously, at a lot less intensity and not as much focus on winning. So you're more working on your fundamental skills and, and education and, and fun. So that was really good learning for me and to be able to improve that level for myself and, and Simon Black is working with kids who have had really tough upbringings and um, footy is just, a, I guess, a vehicle for them to have some enjoyment and, and some, a safe place, to be honest. So um, I guess that sort of ties into the welfare space for me. So a lot of learnings and I think it's been really beneficial stepping away from that elite environment where it's just all about winning and it's, um, you know, one week just rolls into the next, as you know, and um, but I'll just just slow down and, and reflect on my footy journey and, and where my passions do lie. And I think um, it's certainly in the coaching space, but also in in the administrative side of things with you know risk management, recruiting, and and welfare. So looking forward to to this role, and I think it ticks a lot of those boxes. And I guess at the Sanford level, when you're full time, you you're a bit of jack of all trades. You've got to really get stuck in and help out and, and do a lot of things. So over the next few years, I, I plan to do that and. And really learn a lot, and hopefully propels you into you know a role um, at, at high grades, I guess. Speaking of learning, over your career and quite a, obviously a very successful career, is there one coach that sort of stands out in your mind as this is how I want to be if I'm going to ever be a coach of a senior team? I'm going to be a lot like this guy. Um, yeah, good question. I think uh, you pick out things from different coaches, both positive and, and negative things that you you take and develop your own philosophy. Um, I think I'm still working on that and what it does look like, but um, I was lucky or unlucky enough to have probably six or seven coaches throughout my, my career. Um, had two at Nord in two years and I think four at the Crows. So um, learn a hell of a lot from every coach, all different type of things. Um, you know, Craigie early days was all about professional habits. So learn how to train, learn how to work, how to live like an AFL player, and and seeing no boy in a bit of flair, offensive style of footy, um, you know, while she was just flat out intense, and and just you had to be doing everything right all the time, and your game education had to be up to the level, and his passion for footy was was huge. And then Pikey come in and sort of just again a little bit like Santo, we really want us to be offensively and offensive type of team. So you learn a lot from those guys, and I learned a hell of a lot from Twig and Norwood, to be honest, last year. And, Really love what he did. Um, so, yeah, a combination of all coaches, you're sort of tied in together. And I think that sort of um, you know, how you de- develop your philosophies and how you want to go about it. Yeah, you mentioned some great coaches there, Richie. Is, is that something, I guess, that might be a stepping stone or a pathway for you in terms of AFL-wise? Yeah, oh, 
I'm not sure. <laughs> I thought yeah. I promised myself I probably wouldn't, but yeah. <laughs> um, I think you you know you you don't know what it's like. You're a driven athlete. You want to win. You're a competitor. Um, so you kind of get the itch. Um, when I first come out of footy, I I see my mates go into development roles and thought I just can't do that. I don't want to do that. Wouldn't put my family through. Like the amount of hours they work and um, you know they get asked to do a hell of a lot. Um, so I think I've taken a bit of a different path. Go back through sample level where you can get a greater understanding of a footy club. Um, you can work in a number of different roles, as I mentioned, and um, you can sort of prepare yourself forward in that in that sort of space. But yeah, I think coaching there's certainly a passion there. At, at what level, I'm not sure. At the moment, it's probably more development space, as in um, holistically. Um, so we'll sort of you know try that in the next few years and see where it lands. Might not be able to answer this, but what do you think you enjoy most out of coaching? Uh, I love the hands-on stuff. Obviously, you know, getting um, the hands dirty down to their level and, and working on simple craft, whether it be stoppage craft, body movement, um, kicking, and just the fundamentals of the game. Um, again, I mentioned that the, the, the development coaches, they watch a lot of vision They um, in their office a lot. It's not really where my passions lie, I think. Um, getting hands-on and, and just building those relationships with young kids, you know, Life's more about uh, footy, you know, not everything. Um, so, you know, obviously you're helping in the footy space, but also just talking about life. And um, as long as they're happy in that space, I reckon they play good footy. So look at things pretty holistically, really. Yeah, absolutely. Now, last one, Richie, before we let you go, there's always a bit of conjecture every year about the Crows and the Port Reserves teams being in the sandful. I think you're probably as well versed as anyone to comment on this, obviously being at AFL level. And sample level, what's your thoughts on them being in the competition and the importance of that? Yeah, another good question. I think uh, in terms of, um, you know, the competition as a whole, I think it's wonderful. I think as a sample players or at local clubs, they get the opportunity to compare themselves against AFL-listed players. I think it's a fantastic challenge. I know when I was at Norwood, we used to love coming up against Port and the Crows and the guys that hadn't been on AFL list, they get to test themselves out and then see where they're at, you know, whether they're close or, or they've got to be a work to do. Um, and, you know, I, I understand the history of the competition and um, it's not ideal in, in that respect, but um, financially it still makes a lot of sense. And I think, um, you know, 10 teams is, is a good thing. If it drops down to eight, it's probably going to get a bit over it, wouldn't you? Play, you know, same team every second or third week. Not really, but every, you know, seven rounds. So, I think it's strong. We've seen when, when Port and, and the Crows are strong, I think it adds a dimension, definitely. But, um, yeah, if they're not competitive, it, it does make it hard. Absolutely. It might not have been the most popular answer, Bonds, but it is a very smart answer, that one. He's spot on there. Smart man. Absolutely. Come on, Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> so, Richie, we just want to say thanks for joining us. Obviously, all your work here on Sports Day SA and all the best <laughs> with everything at Glenelg moving forward. And uh, we have no doubt you'll have a major impact on that club next season. Nah, got any boys? Love your work. Looking, sounding very good on air. So I uh, look forward to joining you soon.